Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things you believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible. Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, terrifying. We are at the fringes of the map, and there's more than just dragons. You head over to the graves. While we're walking over there, like, Bob, does this uh, writing on the back of this picture mean anything to you? Bob flips it over and looks at it. He says, uh... Uh, yes. It's not Vietnamese, though. It's, I think it's Cantonese. I, I can still read it. I know Cantonese, but it's, I don't know, a little strange if... Uh, maybe it's not that strange, actually. He says, uh, this is apparently some sort of, um, ex-Chinese outfit, I think. Okay. With, uh, the Chinese military. You can see he flips back over the folder and points it out to you. He points out insignia on their uniform. Their uniforms do look similar to the North Vietnamese, but they're not actually the same. All right. Listen, we don't have a lot of time. I gotta, we got to do two things. I need you to get a picture of this picture and the writing on the back in case Anello takes it from me. Mm-hmm. And we got to find it. I just want to take a look at these graves while you're doing that. Apparently, this is... He shows you the photo. According to the writing on the back, this is... Uh, Team 43? I don't know what that means, though. Uh, does that mean anything to me? I will let you choose here. You can make a occult or politics intelligence check. Fuck it, let's go for it. Occult? Yeah, we'll do an occult roll, yeah. I, I don't know if we said this up at the top of the thing, but I decided going into this that Murray Edwards was friends with John Keel, who was the... Yes paranormal researcher who wrote the mothman prophecies mm. so he he's familiar with uh doesn't necessarily believe in anything too weird but he's familiar with you know that there are people researching weird shit out there you with two successes you know that there is uh pro- probably actually uh something that you learned from john keel being immersed in that sort of society is there's this like uh like it goes right up there with all the classic sort of conspiracies where during the turn of the 20th century, so at 1900, when all of the, like, European blocks were forming, there was, like, a a push to be like, hey, we got to understand, or we got to fight 
supernatural enemies and stuff like that, like vampires and werewolves. And this is all like, it's very laughable sort of stuff. But there was societies, secret societies formed, and some people think this is where, like, the all the, the all the tales about the Illuminati and the Freemasons and stuff like that. This is where, like, a lot of those sorts of tales really start with these like vampire hunting organizations. There's there's this period of time where uh, uh, it was, and it's like kind of a factual thing. Like, you do know that they're. There were, like, a lot of organizations and societies that, yes, held seances and stuff like that and were like, we need to figure out the paranormal. And one of the big ones that came out of that, although this one is heavily disputed, there was a society called, like, the Black Guard or sometimes they're referred to as the Black Watch or something like that. And they, like, dealt with the dead and mummies and stuff like that and vampires and whatnot. So where the conspiracy theory really gets traction is where they were like, and it was government funded, and the queen and all of the monarchs of Europe were like, yes, we need this. And slowly their influence spread into Asia and into places like China, Japan, India, and they created kind of their own versions. And one of those versions, the Chinese one, is Team 43. Hmm. Um, I'm going to hang on to that little nugget for just a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a look at these graves. You look down, they're uh, somewhat deep. They're about as big as the graves that you saw when you first landed, when you first arrived here. The graves are big enough for probably a coffin, but there's no coffin, nothing in them. They're All of them have like a little bit of water in them. You can tell when you came here and you saw those ones at the beginning that they had a bit of water in them wasn't unusual because it had been raining recently, but it's actually been a bit dry as of late. There is no reason there should be water in these graves. Hmm. They should have dried out by now. In fact, the ground around them is a lot drier than they are. All right, this is a bad idea. I'm going to climb down into one real quick. You hop down in, your boots touch the water. And you feel an unnatural stillness to the water. Like, the water obviously should be still, but it feels like you're disturbing something more ancient than that. It feels like water that hasn't moved in millennia. It's only about as high as your knees. So it's not that, like, it stills unnaturally quickly. It just feels like it has stillness in it somehow. No, actually, if you're... you're if your character is paying attention to that sort of stuff, you would notice that you don't cause ripples in this water. That's weird. I'm going to take my flask, mm-hmm. and if there's any uh, whiskey left, what do I have, bourbon? <laughs> Whatever. If, whatever's what left drank, in it, yeah. I finish it, and I fill it up. <laughs> you do so. I'm going to climb back out. Okay. That's a weird, weird fucking thing. As you're climbing back out, uh, Bob gives you a hand, but right before he gives you a yeah. hand, he like catches uh, captures a photo of it, and then he helps. Oh, you why do I feel like I'm gonna? I got chills when you did that because I know that looking at that photo later is gonna. There's gonna be something fucking creepy about <laughs> it. I just know it. Like that. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here, Bob. You spent enough time in there. He seems concerned. Yeah. Why? Well, I was only down there for a second. Bob gives you a very weird look. All right. Okay. 
let's go catch up, huh? All right, if we can. What are you talking about? He checks his watch. Um, I don't know. Look, with a like a half hour head start, they're going to be pretty far ahead of us. Half hour? I couldn't have been in that hole for more than a minute. Bob's weird look now seems genuinely concerned. You were in there for half an hour. I kept asking you to get out. And what did I say? You didn't. You just stood there. You were worrying me, man. Bob, I climbed down in the hole. I noticed that the the water seemed weird. I took a drink, I filled my flask, and I climbed back out. No, you climbed in. You stood there for like five, ten minutes. I kept asking you what what was going on. You didn't say anything. Then you just gave me like a... "Mm." I left you alone for a bit longer. He... Turns around and shows you his camera. You know the little, like, indicator for how many photos there are left? Mm -hmm. You can see that there's an extra, like, six, maybe, no, actually ten photos are gone. Ten extra photos. I went around, took a bunch of photos of the area, came back. You were still just standing there. This probably doesn't need to be said at this point, but something very strange is going on. Let's see if we can catch up. We're going to have to double time it. You start hoofing it through the jungle. After like maybe 10, 15 minutes, you notice that the sun is getting really low on the horizon. It's basically nearly nighttime. In fact, actually, the sun is... It was about five when you got to that house. Oh, shoot. It was actually a bit later than five. Then you spent half an hour in the ditch. That's bad. Yeah. It's uh, it's getting really late. The sun is nearly setting. It's probably uh, about maybe can we run seven faster? You can if you want. Yeah, you're still definitely getting closer. You know where you are. You know where the uh, group is probably at about now. So you know how to get there. You're taking maybe a few shortcuts. So they have to take gentler slopes to accommodate right, because for, they got yeah, yeah to yeah, accommodate yeah. for um summer carrying nap. So you're able to take a few shortcuts. Oh my gosh. The papoose he's in. Mm. Is it the knapsack? Good night, everybody. A sniper takes your head clean off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was fun. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CakeBossRalph. Thanks, Adam. You think you can hear... Something up ahead of you in the jungle. What do you do? You hear, like, people moving. Can I... Does it... Can I listen to see if it's... If it sounds like our guys? You can, if you want. You could stop. They probably won't be talking, so it's hard... It's gonna be hard to tell. I'm gonna get you... If you wanna try and make yourself hidden, I'm gonna get you to make a stealth dexterity check. That's a good idea, because I don't know who's in this jungle. You get low and you try to, you try to like look ahead of you to see who it is ahead of you. You spot two groups. One of them is in Anello, Nap, Summer, and the last one, <laughs> Woodrow, Woodrow Klein. Oh, and Vargas. I was missing a few. You spot them slowly making their way through. Woodrow is out in front pathfinding while the rest of them are up behind and you see taking advantage of the fact that they don't have a rear guard coming up behind them are a group of five or six north vietnamese 
Okay. You are right now in kind of an elevated position relative to them. You There is a really steep, not cliff, but hill leading down to their position. You originally were planning on just sliding down this to get to them. But mm-hmm. if you slid down it, you would find yourself in the middle of the North Vietnamese group. I'm going to turn to Bob and be like, hey, Bob, do you still have that gun? Bob shakes his head. That's probably for the best. Any ideas? Uh, we've got to we've got to warn them. I don't think they know that we're up here, and it would be pretty hard for them to get up here once we start. Ma- yeah, fuck, we got to make some noise right now. All right, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out to the platoon. You're gonna run straight on ahead along the ridge. Try to keep you know get get ahead, get ahead, just get going ahead of them. All right. Okay, Bob nods. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up to you. I'm gonna make some noise back here. I'm gonna throw some shit in directions and 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 and, and let the guys know that they're they're being followed. All right. All right. Yeah. On three. Ready? Three. <laughs> and I shout out. Oh, like uh, what? Does this platoon have like a name? Uh, it's not really a platoon. It's more like a squad. Uh, is this like company or whatever? Or like uh, um uh probably, but you don't know it. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'll just be like, Anello VC on your on your six. Okay, you scream that out, then I'm going to go to initiative. Inello looks up quizzically, and does he spot you? Does he see you in there? Inello looks up in your direction. Hey, real quick, did I see how many? uh, VC? Vietnamese. Five. Yeah, I I would like to say Inello, five VC on your six. Inello looks up at where you are. You can see confusion in his face. He obviously can't spot you very easily. He's not 100% sure what's going on. Anello looks up at you, levels his rifle, and then you realize a split second before it happens what's about to happen. Anello opens fire in your direction. Holy shit. Uh, I drop to the ground. Oh, no. Thank God you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> a bullet bang, wings off your helmet rocking your head backwards chaotically you take Yikes. five <laughs> points of lethal damage oh no that was a lucky shot on his part what that means is that because your health total is six you are uh, on five points of damage you take a negative two to all actions oh my goodness because you're wounded you hear like a yeah. I was just gonna say like yeah. I get the ringing in me and like everything is like blurry and dark and I'm, I'm like fall down like Aah. you feel something hot and sticky sliding down your face. You put a hand to your forehead and bring it away and see blood. One of your eyes is you can't see out of your right eye. You're not sure what that's about. Oh no. I'm I'm worried to to touch it. Touch the area, but I'm going to. You touch the area and you just wipe away a lot of blood. The eye is working, oh. it was just full of blood. Okay. Um I'm gonna It's, it's wait, your it would turn. Be really stupid to take my yeah, it would be really stupid to take my helmet off right be. now. Uh so I'm not gonna um I'm going to run. Mm-hmm. What direction? In the same direction that Bob was running. You pick up and take off. You hear... 
you hear gunfire exchanging between uh, Inello and his soldiers and the VC. You can tell at this point, Inello or someone has realized the mistake and they're no longer firing in your direction. Maybe when you stood up and started running, they recognized your silhouette. Oh, it was a mistake. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> no, Anello. I, I thought. Yeah, you thought Anello was. I thought some shit went real bad. <laughs> I was like, you got an invisible guy, a duplicating guy. Maybe there's a mind control guy. Up ahead of you, you hear Bob scream. Oh, no. I run to Bob. You sprint. Up ahead of you, there's a, a cleared out space. And you see Bob is, you can see Bob is up high. At first you think he's just dangling in midair and you're terrified of what the fuck that's about. Then you realize you see a thin string or like wire attached to his leg and reaching up into one of the trees. A moment after that, you feel something with a lot of force tugging at one of your legs. Ah, oh, jeez. Your world is turned end up over upside down. Everything becomes a chaotic mess as leaves and sticks and branches whip around you. You're buffeted and you feel yourself being dragged. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Agged high and up into the air. <laughs> Oh no. Uh is it still my action or, or Uh you hear more gunfire in the distance and then you may act. How far am I hanging from Bob? You're pretty close to Bob. If you reached out, you could touch him. Alright. Uh I'm gonna reach out, I'm gonna grab onto Bob. I'll be like, hey, 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 listen, are you alright? Bob nods, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Um all right. you see that with one hand he's just barely with like his 
pinky finger, he's looped that around the camera's strap, and the camera is dangling beneath him. Uh, I'm gonna. Can I? Can I reach his camera strap? Yeah, you can grab the camera from him. All right, I'm gonna get that because I don't want that to go anywhere, and I'm gonna like loop the strap through my belt mm-hmm. and like kind of tie it off. Okay. All right, Bob. There was, uh, I think, some confusion, and I was shot. As far as I know, I'm kind of okay. I'm going to reach up, and I'm going to try to get you free, and I want you to hang on to my flak jacket, okay? All right, all right, he says. How how high are we off the ground? You look down or up, depending on how you want to see things, mm-hmm. and you see that you are about maybe um, 10 meters off the ground, which is about... That's 30 feet, yeah. Jesus. Thereabouts. So if I was able to cut Bob loose and he were to hang from me, he would still be 24 feet off the ground. It's a long fall. It's a long fall. I'm going to look to him and like, all right, I'm open to any suggestions. My best idea right now is you're going to hang on to my flak jacket. I'm going to cut your line and then you're going to drop down. All right, all right, he says. You got, Can I say, if you have a better idea, I'm open to it. Yeah, let's let's just do it. You hear the gunfire dying down. Whoever, Whichever side won, it looks like this firefight isn't going to last much longer. This is either good or bad news, but uh, if it's bad, I don't want to be hanging here. Bob swings over a little bit. He needs to, like, rock himself to get some momentum. But he grabs you, mm-hmm. and he's holding on tight to your flak jacket. What do you want to do? I don't do? suppose you have any rope that I didn't know about. Bob gives you like a really brief smile and says, must have left it in my other pants. Okay. I, I have to assume I have a pocket knife. Uh, yeah, if your character, if you think your character reasonably would have had one, then you have one. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to reach up as best I can mm-hmm. and try to cut through the line that Bob is hanging from. All right. It's going to hurt when he goes free. You manage to claw your way up to Bob's leg where he's dangling. And with your knife, you twang with a, with a strong, powerful sound. The cord breaks and Bob falls, dragging you down with him. You feel an almighty tug on your leg. It feels like your leg maybe just got dislocated. You have what is Yikes. called a leg rack which means that you now move at half speed. How good. And Bob needs to make a check to hold on. Bob is holding on to you, dangling from beneath you. Uh, all right. I I fall, and then what? Roll. All right. All uh, right. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll, he says. Tuck and roll, Bob. He lets go on, of you, you got this. and falls. <sighs> 24 feet is a long fall. Bob falls. He hits the ground, and instead of tucking and rolling, he just kind of crumples down. Like, he absorbs some of the impact, but he definitely does not fall properly. You hear him scream in pain. Bob lies on the floor, cradling both of his legs. You can see that his pants are bloody. Oh, no. I'm not happy about this. For like a solid five minutes, Bob is just screaming and cradling his legs. Do you want to? Do you want to do anything in that five minutes? You have five minutes <sighs> while Bob screams. 
no, oh man, I, I, I just, I, I, I have no idea what to do right now. I'm hanging from a tree and Bob has broken both of his legs. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'd like to give up. <laughs> I'd like to uh, just completely give up at this point. Cool. That's fine. That's a lot. Yeah. No, I think I'm just going to uh, hope to die at this point. Eventually, Bob stops screaming, and then he manages to crawl himself over to a tree and get himself standing. You see that he needs the tree to assist in standing. He quite obviously cannot stand on his own power right now. But he's standing, though. So like, he is we're standing. not looking at like a, a compound fracture or anything. It looks like standing hurts, but he can do it. Bob looks up at you, and then he says, So, uh, how are we going to get you down? All right, this this line has to be tied off somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, it has to. I'll start looking for that now, he says. And he starts yeah. searching around the clearing. While he's doing that, the gunfire has completely stopped. And we're like, hey, Bob, mm? we don't know how that altercation down there shook out. So the quieter, the better, I think. Bob nods. He doesn't reply. Maybe uh, in response to what you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's only spent he only spends about like ten minutes until he finds the cord. Uh, I've got it. It's here. He says, "I can let you down." All right. And listen, I understand if you're uh, not super happy about how the escape plan shook out so far, but if there's any way you could let me down gently, I'm in pretty rough shape myself. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I- I'll I'll let you down gentle. He says. Thanks, Bobby. He needs to make a very important check, because he's not trying to drop you, but he might accidentally. Oh, Adam. (laughs) So, I've got good news and bad news. Which would you like first? Let's take the uh, good news first. Good news is, you get down. Great. Bad news is, you take the fast way down. Oh, no. And you go head first. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. Uh, all right. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at CakeBossRalph. Thanks for having me here, Adam. You start falling, and you realize you don't want your head to hit the ground. So you're going to try and roll to prevent that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got, you got a few successes. I'm going to say that not only you got three successes... So that's pretty lucky on you. So I'm going to say that not only do you avoid landing on your head, but I'm going to half the damage that I'm about to roll for you. How nice of you. Oh, wow. Wow, you are lucky. Holy Christ. You hit the ground. Yes, being shot in the head (laughs) and then getting caught in the trap definitely qualifies as lucky. You take a point of bashing damage, literally the minimum damage you can take, and you hit the ground. That's not so bad, yeah. You hit the ground hard, but you stay conscious, and you're just, it's just really painful. That's it. You know, Bob, we probably could have snuck down to where our guys were and told them quietly. Bob limps over to you and then falls half in a heap next to you. With a heaving sigh, he says, 
Yeah, yeah, we probably could have. I didn't think of that at the time. No, no, we didn't. Would have been a good plan, though. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Hey, you know. How's your, how's your legs? Do you think they're broken? He starts, like, rolling back his pants on one of his legs. As he does so, he hisses in, in pain. You see at the knee on his left leg, you can see that the there's, like, bruising, a band of bruising all around the knee. And there are, like, little cuts and tears in his knee there, and blood is coming out. It looks like it's a powerful impact fracture of some sort. That's pretty bad, Bob. Yeah, it's not great. He rolls up the right one, and you see there's a similar wound there. It looks like both of his legs are mangled. All right, well, that could have been a lot worse. Could have. I'm not going to lie to you, it's not good, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. What do you want to do, says Bob. I don't know. Shouting was a bad plan last time. And we don't know who won that fight. I'm going to get up and see if I can walk. All right. In just a minute. And I lay on my back for like another full minute, just staring at this guy, hating everything about this. Bob does the exact same. In that minute waiting, you hear rustling among the bushes. Something's approaching. Motherfucker. I, I'm trying to decide if I, if I, <laughs> if I bother to try to roll to cover. Um, you know what? Fuck that. Cause I might be able to roll to cover, but there's no way that Bob is going to be able to. I roll over on top of him and just cover him with my body. The rustling of the trees stops and you hear someone, you hear boots approaching you. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. They're close enough now that you are definitely not hidden. I just I just have my hands up behind my head, and I'm laying, trying to cover Bob in case like the, the whoever came out was hostile and was going to shoot us. You feel the barrel of a rifle jab you in the back, and then something in a language you don't understand. Bob translates. He wants us to get up. Tell him I will be happy to comply if that's possible. Bob responds in Vietnamese. There's a moment of silence, and you hear more people approaching. As you hear those people approaching, it sounds like there's a little bit of a scuffle going on. You hear Klein, Woodrow Klein, issuing a series of swears and probably very offensive slurs. Uh, then, once it gets close enough, you hear Klein say, Bob, Murray, fucking, what are these damn fucking... And then... Bang! And something, like, not a gunshot, but, like, something definitely hits Klein. And then you fee- you hear something, someone hit the floor. Maybe you're, like, low enough that you can see that Klein has been knocked to the floor. He looks up at you, and you see that there's, like, a big... He's just been hit in the mouth. He spits blood and a tooth. Woody, how's it going? <sighs> Uh, Woody doesn't say anything. He's grabbed by two people and dragged up to his feet. I I start standing up with my hands up. One of the North Vietnamese grabs you and drags you up. Another one does a similar thing for Bob. You are in the area you are in now where you were captured. You see that is you plus a group of maybe 10 North Vietnamese. You're not sure where the extra ones came from. Also in the clearing with you, unarmed and with no equipment... Uh, Lieutenant Brian Anello, 
obviously Corporal Woodrow Klein, Corporal Orson Vargas. Orson Vargas, one of his arms is kind of being cradled up against his chest, and you can see his hand is absolutely mangled. It looks like he took a bullet in the hand. He is definitely not using that hand for anything anymore. Carson Summer is here, and so is Nap. But Nap looks really badly wounded. The North Vietnamese start talking among themselves, and one of them leans Nap up against a tree, obviously separate from the rest of you. You, the no, 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 no. <laughs> the group of you are kind of put all of you kneeling with your hands on your head as best as possible. Orson has one hand on his head, the other hand still cradling up against his his chest. Bob is looking to each of them as they're talking to each other. What are they saying, Bobby? They're discussing the logistics of taking Nap with them. That doesn't sound good. I don't think it is good. The conversation seems to reach not a crescendo. It's not like they're having an argument. One of them is clearly in charge and is just like mulling things over in his head. They 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 make a they reach an agreement. He turns to look at Nap and then uh, this is the leader of the North Vietnamese and gestures at one of the soldiers who starts walking over. As he does that, you see Bob Bob like visibly and you feel him wince next to you and you know what's about to happen. As the as the soldier approaches Nap, Nap looks the soldier dead in the eyes and his final words are burn in hell you fucking commies. And then with a single gunshot, Nap is killed. Well, I really I really fucked this up. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.